Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Book Journeys Radio, an interview series for authors in transformation. From the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing your books. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule and archive shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash book dash journeys. Now, get ready to make a difference with your book with your host, founder of the author incubator, Dr. Angela Loria. Well, hey, everybody. We are back at Book Journey Radio. Every week on the podcast, we interview another difference-making author about their process and their transformation from someone with an idea for a book to someone who is an author. And this week on the show, we are going to be talking to Lynn Hicks. She is the author of The Lotus Project, the Art of Being a Woman. Lynn, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, thank you for having me, Angela. I appreciate it. It's fun to awesome. share. Awesome. Well, let's just get started. Lynn, um, Lynn, you can see her website if you want to follow along, if you're not driving while you're listening. It's L-Y-N, so just one N in Lynn, and then Hicks, H-I-C-K-S.com. We'll have this in the show notes as well. Um, but you can see more about Lynn at lynnhicks.com. Lynn, let's get people starting by talking started by talking about the Lotus Project. What is your book about, and who is it for? Um, well, my book is mostly for women, although men have read it and really enjoyed it. But it's about the art of being a woman, about our femininity, our nourishing principle, how to care for ourselves, what our natural creativity and artistry is that we haven't really claimed at this time in the modern world and all this transformation that we've gone through being in the workplace and uh, the last 50 years, it's a way to kind of balance ourselves back into really bringing our creative artistry to our life, to our daily tasks um, from, you know, nutrition to our sacred space of our home to collaborating with other women to beauty um, different ways of energy management. So it's generally a book about being how to be a woman and successfully so. How did you have the idea to write this book? Where did it come from? Well, I had a, a numerous Himalayan masters do retreats on my organic flower farm. And mm-hmm. over the process of learning from them, um, they taught me all of these ancient things on nutrition and tantra, getting along with others, just harmonious relationships and um, ways of energy, ways of women versus men, um, ways of our body, the mechanics of it, not just what do you eat, how do you work out, but really what our body is designed to do and how it works. And I was in all those retreats and then I took the information that they shared with very practical, you know, spirituality that you could use um, in this modern world. And I started doing all these practices and really noticed a transformation myself and how I felt about myself, how I felt about being a woman, how I started to care for my family and, and just my community and friends. And like I, life became more magical for me and I had to write that down and share the principles with other people. It just became a purpose 
um, to help other women as I felt helped myself. Did you did you know that you were going to finish this book? Was there a way you envisioned it as completed when you got the idea for the book? Tell me a little bit more about how it went from an idea to a finished book. Well, I think um, I always wrote, so I always thought I would do a book at some point um, in my life because I love writing and, you know, I always journaled and read a lot. Um, so when this idea came up, it I saw it done because I knew it was powerful what I learned and what had happened to me, and I knew that I needed to get that out there, and a book's such a great way to do that, especially since I love to write and read. And um, really, once it hit me and I started writing, I just, like, went with it and um, I knew it would get complete. I knew I would know when it was done. And I kind of just followed my intuition about it all, um, which was part I of what it. I learned, you know, from the femininity and, and all the different masters. So I just went with it. And I guess I had a vision of seeing it and people reading it and being famous for something about it. Um, so, yeah, I imagine I had a lot of ideas of, what it would do because that's really what you know gets you to do anything is your belief of where you're going with it yeah so were there um how did you how did you get into the actual writing part so you have the idea and lots of people Mm -hmm. have ideas for a book for a book certainly lots of our listeners do but somehow it had to go from this idea out there to some at some point you sitting down at a computer and typing so how did you how did you outline the book? How did you decide to start writing? What were some of the big turning points in your journey? Well, I I did write an outline. I wrote all the things that I had learned and that I felt were really important for me um, to share different topics on you know what I was writing about. Uh, so I, I guess I made up all the chapter names as I wrote it. Um, I kind of, you know, they obviously transformed and I named them differently, but I had an outline of all the different areas I wanted to speak of. And then I just started writing them. And um, it's a lot of editing. I must have written each chapter like 10, 20 times. <laughs> I know I worked on them and worked on them and worked on them. But I started with the idea and you know, just started writing what I thought. And then, you know, when you write, you have to be like, is that what I'm saying? Because we can often, for me, I can write like I talk. And it's just too much. Mm. You know, it's not the same uh, type of medium. And it's not even the same type of medium as a blog where you can just kind of throw it out there. There's less rules of grammar and things of that nature. So the editing to me was really the huge part and really the knowing of the knowledge to say, well, what are you really saying and how can you say that concisely and how can you say that beautifully and how can you say that to where it makes impact? So to me, that was probably the most challenging part. The topics were easy and then they developed as I went through and had these certain sets of chapters then other chapters kind of came in like, oh, well, I didn't share about this, that, or the other thing, and I added that into my outline. But it was real clear when I wrote it out and I made the outline, like the order of how I should, um, you know, write about what I was talking about. And then from there, I just went and sat down and just started typing. I did get 
an inspiration from one of my teachers and was like, oh, I need to share this in a book. And, you know, we all say we have this idea. I want to share it. And she was like, well, why don't you do it? She's like, sit down Mm. and do it. So I did get that nudge from someone outside who knew who had taught me and was like, if this is, you know, what you're doing or if this is what you're feeling, do it. And I just took it in and said, you're right, you know, just do it. So that's when I started my outline and then I just would go in and furiously write and, um, you know, it took a lot of editing and a lot of reviewing and a lot of knowing myself and what I really wanted to say. But it was such a fun process. And did you work with anyone on the editing or the shaping of the book or at any point during the writing process? I did. I actually had an editor, um, and it was a man, so that was really kind of fun because my book was on the art of being a woman. And, um, you know, a lot of the topics were very fascinating. He was an environmental writer, so he had an understanding of the green movement, which um, my book has a lot of that in it because I think it's part of being a woman and nourishing the local green feminine. They're all the same, nourishing. Um, Yeah, so he edited and would come back with some things um, and was really helpful in, in the sentence structure and, you know, making sure I wasn't repeating myself and uh, supporting me and getting more clear on how to put it forward. And uh, that was a fun process, too. Um, It was good to have someone kind of, you know, you get attached to your work and you think what you wrote is perfect, but it's good to have an outsider support you in, in ways to make sure that, you know, your message is what you want it to be. Mm. So how about writer's block or procrastination or was there like any deadlines that you set um, for uh, like for your book that maybe you missed? How did you deal with some of the challenges of just managing time and life when you're writing a book? Well, it was actually very time consuming to me. Like I got into it and then I, it's like when you read a book and you can't put it down and you're like, can't wait to get home to, you know, finish a chapter or whatever. That's how the writing process went for me. I kind of emerged in it. Um, but you, you know, obviously have to fit the rest of your life in. So um, I spent a lot of late hours and, you know, I just, uh, I didn't really run into writer's block as I would think of writer's block. I have in writing other things, but I didn't in this book because I felt like there was just such a purpose. And if, I I was stumped. I just stepped away and just kind of went into life and mm-hmm. went and did other things, um, you know, and and said, okay, well. So I'm I want to ask I... you about that. I want to I want to dive in there. So this mm-hmm. is exactly what happens with lots of people. It's like you know right. they'll get away from their book, but very often they have a story around that. So when you were stepping away from your book for whatever reason. Um, what mm-hmm. was the what was the story you told yourself? How did you explain that stepping away to yourself? Well, um, I think how did I explain that? That's a good question, Angela. <laughs> well, um, here's why I, I asked that because most no, people it's a will good explain question. it to themselves this way. It's like. I'm a failure. I was never meant to write this book. This is never going to happen. It turns right. into uh, like a shame cycle. And I could tell even by the way you said, 
I stepped away from my book, that you had a different thought than a lot of people who end up not finishing their book. Yeah, I didn't have a shame cycle going. I had life and I had, um, you know, really, I guess you kind of, when you write a book, like that information is you. It becomes part of you. It's this knowing Mm. and... When I stepped away, it was more to make sure that I was saying what I meant because we know things and then we speak and they don't always match, like you're saying, even the vibration of how people communicate. And oftentimes if I got stuck, it was because I was like, all right, well, you need to step back from this and look at the bigger picture of what you're trying to say in this chapter, what points you're trying to get across and see if, you know, that stepping back and that going inward and that, you know, living practically, if this, you know, because my book's more about practical living, is this what it is? Is this what it is that you Mm. learned? Is this what you know? Is this what you're sharing? And, you know, with my platform, and, you know, you write the book, it's it's written. So I had more of that type of a, making certain that what I was saying and what I was feeling and what I was knowing were all coming together in a, a way that was going to inspire and help people and not just be some fluffy whatever. You know, we all know many ways to grow and learn, but, you know, putting it into practice um, is the ticket, and I was really and how trying you, to... how did you know that? How did you check that? Did you check it with your gut, did you check it on a more external level? What were some of the ways that you were like, this is worthy of publishing? Um, so much of it was on a physical level that I knew what this had done for me, the things I was writing about. So to me, a lot of it was just shifting up my belief about being a woman. So as I was writing this and I was sharing this, it was really, is this really what you believe? Because, um, you know, that's what the transition is. I think the art of being a woman, you got to claim your womanhood in a different way than we've been taught. So more of it was like, are you living this? Is this really easy? Is this really what it is? Is this really mm. information you can use and another woman can pick up and take? Um, and then intuitively, it was just about, you know, you know when you know, and uh, just checking that my whole self was in on what I was doing. Yeah. You know? Totally. Okay, so let's talk now about um, what, once you published your book, let's talk about what being an author has meant for you. How how has it changed you? What are some of your um, what are some of the experiences that you've had since becoming an author? Um, well, I think there is a grounding of uh, for you to educate and speak and share that comes when you have a book and you've been published. Sometimes I wonder if I've really sunk into it as deeply as I should, um, uh, you know, should have or could have or will um, because there were so many things going on and it wasn't like this is my life focus, which I think is important mm. if you're going to publish and you really want to get it out there. It's, you know, it, it, it takes a good chunk of your life and time. Um, but it's 
it's just offered maybe even just for me that like, yeah, this is worthy stuff. This is what you're sharing and here's something people can take away. So it did offer me more opportunities in classes and speaking um, and stretching out into the community. Um, and are there more than anything for myself. Had, are there moments you've had where you've, felt like I right now I really feel like an author. Like maybe it's receiving an email or being asked to speak or people talking to you after you speak, but have there been moments for you that you're like, wow, I feel really like I'm glad I did this? Yeah, I think anytime someone comes up to you or sends you an email, like words are everywhere on the web and there's so many mediums and, you know, you're constantly affecting people and you don't really hear about it. So when someone really says, wow, I couldn't put your book down or, oh, my God, mm-hmm. I love your book. Like I've had therapists and different people tell me, like, all oh, my clients need this. And then it was like this sparkly wonder of like, oh, I'm so thankful I put myself and push myself to create this because I can inspire and support others in their journey mm-hmm. of just, you know, having a better life. And um, there, there were many of those moments. I think, you know, it's like that bliss at the end of a completion and um, really knowing that your, your work, your words, your purpose, um, and anyone who writes a book, like, there's someone out there that's going to be, affected and and find something in it and it's worthy it's such a worthy thing and it's you know even if it was one person it's a worthy mission if you can inspire and infect someone to have a better life yeah absolutely so you mentioned you've actually done um done some speaking or run some workshops can you share a little bit about um how you've been able to take the book and and use it to teach um, I think the book, uh, you know, offers when people, you know, people read the book and they invite you on that different yoga and wellness studios and I was doing it on my farm. Now I'm doing it another place on a farm where I'm at. Um, you know, people say, oh, well, you know, they obviously are more likely to attend. They see the subject matter of the book. They see what you're you know, what you're about and that you, you know, I guess you look like you're someone when you published um, in a different way than if you didn't, you know, as as the speaker. Um, and, you know, the principles in my book, whenever I teach a class, I don't necessarily go through the book. I think I'm still developing that part of my book that's been written um, and using it in, a, you know, the 12 chapters in a certain way, in a certain format, and certain teaching, and that's coming forward. But I would always pick um, so many of the principles in there. And, you know, a class is an hour-long or two-hour-long workshop. Um, so, you know, all the ideas couldn't possibly be shared. But, you know, it was uh, inspiring to to share what I did with the people and then they could walk away with something that had more information and more detail um, and more ideas to take home with them. So I think for people who attend a class, when you have a book, it's just such a wonderful thing for them to continue to explore you. And um, Mm. it's also a way for people to, you know, be drawn to check out something. 
you know, at a particular place because an author is there and, you know, they're sharing their book wisdom and um, all of that kind of thing. Love it. So um, what are some of the goals that you have um, coming up, either with your book or a future book, but are there ways that you think your book can still serve you and help you to reach more people and make a bigger difference? Well, there's tons of ways that my book could still do that, Um, (laughs) you know, because I really only tipped the surface in understanding what it's like to, you know, publish a book have the book and market the book and then use the book for the tool that it is. And, you know, maybe I'm slow in understanding all that, but, um, you know, maybe it's just this is the time where I have that to really realize that it's part of my mission. So I do have some online courses that the book um, will be part of uh, coming up that will be, um, you know, on a large learning site where we'll go through this 12 chapters and support women in building feminine communities. Um, So I'll be using the book in that way. And originally when I wrote it, I had a companion type idea that I wrote with it um, as it was being published. So not that that will be a book, but that tool will be used in some online work. And I think really getting my book out there in larger ways and focusing on that because you're a little overwhelmed um, to understand publishing. Like I wrote and I'm a teacher and a grower and, you know, a mother and all the millions of roles and I didn't um, get the opportunity to put the effort and the energy into it that um, I think, you know, I can now. And even though mm. I published it um, earlier, I don't think it's it's all still very pertinent knowledge and very important stuff, and I think this time now being available to do that, I'm going to put more into that. Like my classes, I use it more. Um, you know, I, I'm promoting it more. I'm more understanding the marketing on the web, and my website's more geared to the principles in it. So it's really been a foundation of what this next level or stage of my life is uh, bringing forward from flower growing and child raising to sharing and teaching um, women in the healing and expressive art. So there's a lot, I imagine, that's still to unfold. I love that. So for you, are there other books, do you think, in your future, or do you feel like your main um, kind of motivation right now is more promoting this book? No, I mean, I'm a writer person, whether I publish a book or not. So I do think there's more. I just think um, I would love to write a book on, you know, empathy, the gift of empathy that I think all women have in their connection and our ability to give life. And I think we misunderstand that. Um, Mm. And I, when I wrote my book, it was very basic for your, you know, average woman to start to really um, embrace their femininity, but it was, I learned so much in those retreats, and this was just kind of like a beginning step to get people on board, because, you know, you can't, if you don't get this, you can't get that. Um, Right. There's much more about this journey, because I, it's just really six years old within me, um, that I could share with other women, so I imagine there'll be many pieces of this book in a a deeper way as I awaken and open and, you know, as the world does in the way women, you know, shift and change and embrace themselves. 
um, you know, I loved writing a book. I loved working with you as my publisher. I loved my cover design. Like, there's so much about it that I really, really enjoyed, and I just don't think I really understood the the vastness of the endeavor I took on. Um, but I was very thankful so because. <sighs> I was going to say, I asked that question because I wonder if you were to write another book, are, mm-hmm. is there anything you would do differently? Are there any takeaways from having done it worse, uh, done it once that would make you do it differently a second time? Um, you know what? I think I would get more education as to marketing it um, or support you know, by dwelling myself into that, getting support through learning, um, really understanding that part of the book. Um, and, you know, that's part of the whole journey, you know, of, of writing a book is really getting people to know about it so they can read it. Mm. Um, I think I would educate myself a little bit more before I would put all that out. And I think that's what I'm doing as I, you know, have publish this book and um, moving it forward and getting it out there, I would do that and, you know, afford more support, you know, afford more support because, you know, it takes money to make money. It takes learning to understand what you're doing. Um, It takes education when you're in something new to understand what, you know, you're, you're supposed to be doing, what you're trying to achieve, how to get there. So I think I would, uh, get more support in understanding how to get my book out there and how to really work, you know, with a, as a published author. Cause I think that's something, you know, I was a writer and I wrote and, and it's a whole, it's a whole journey. You know, the book is one yeah. part of it, but then sharing it, educating yourself, sharing it with others, learning the, the ropes of that and, you know, going out and promoting it and doing all those things. Um, you know, there's a system, and you really just need to tap into someone who can support you to understand that system and support you through it. And I would probably say that would be, you know, the biggest thing. Nice. In our last minute or two, is there any advice that you would offer to somebody who wants to write a book they feel called to, but they haven't been able to finish the way you did? Any words of wisdom you would give to them? I would just say to do it like it, it's just such a fun journey of your for yourself. It's great to get out there and share with others. It's great to inspire others. It's a completion that you know rings so much of yourself um, and will grow you more than maybe even anybody else. Um, and mm. if you feel the need to write, then go, I would say go for it and, and keep working and keep bringing yourself back and, and complete it because it's a lovely journey. I love it. Well, Lynn Hicks is the author of The Lotus Project, The Art of Being a Woman. You can find out more about her on lynnhicks.com or uh, you can head over to Amazon and get a copy of her book. Lynn, thank you so much for being our guest today on Book Journeys Radio. Thank you, Angela, and have a wonderful afternoon. You too. Well, you guys, that is it for today's show. If you are thinking about writing a book and want to learn more about it, 
head on over to theauthorincubator.com. You can get a free copy of my book, The Difference, 10 Steps to Writing a Book That Matters over there. Um, Would love to share with you a little bit more about that journey. And it'll also get you on our email list and you will find out more about our upcoming launches so that you can learn from more authors about their journey to uh, from an idea for a book to being a published author. So we, with that, we will be back here next week talking to another author about how we change the world one book at a time. This has been another episode of Book Journeys Radio, where we're changing the world one book at a time. To find out more about how you can get your book written, published, and promoted, visit www.theauthorincubator.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.